0: This is the College Football Dogs Podcast Show with your hosts, Matt Redding and Dominic Cresetto, only on the Dogs Media Network, presented by Dano Seasoning. Yum, yum, get you some. Spice up your tailgate at www.danoseasoning.com.
1: What in the world is Clemson doing? Are you absolutely kidding me? This is the most right the improved, most disciplined team, Dabo Sweeney said, all the way to the death of his own death dynasty. What, 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 what was that? Come on!
0: I couldn't tell you.
1: Golly dang. I couldn't tell you. Welcome inside, everybody, to the College Football Dogs podcast. I'm your host, Matt Redding. With me, as always, the great Dominic Cresetto, all the way from Durham, North Carolina. Dominic, how are you, my friend?
0: Good. I uh, I avoided the travesty last night, and I did not go to the local game. Uh, I did watch, <laughs> and was just as shocked as the rest of you on the result and ending of that one. Well, not the ending, the whole thing really, but the whole, mostly the second half, I guess.
1: I uh, man, I'm telling you what, I just I don't know what to think anymore. Like I I could feel the upset coming, and then Colorado beat TCU, and I was like, there we go, that's it, that's our upset of the week. And then Duke just decided, you know we're going to hang with these guys. And Clemson did shoot themselves in the foot, but they shot themselves in the foot six times. Yeah. Incredible. They unloaded the whole revolver into their toe. Come on.
2: <laughs> That's, I,
1: come on.
0: They did. Hey. They did do that.
1: Uh, just I'm telling you what. Dabo himself, when the transfer portal became a thing, was like, I ain't going to use that. Well, congratulations.
3: Yep. You report yourself,
1: yourself here. Oh, yep. man. What's that? What's that line by Adam Sandler? You blew it. Oh
3: <laughs> yep. goodness,
1: Duke. Welcome to the playoff. Anyways, we've got a <laughs> bit of an overreaction. We've got a lot Maybe. to talk about tonight. All of y'all in the chat. Thank you so much for joining us. Shout out to Michael Wall, who won our contest on Saturday. He's got a $50 StubHub uh, gift card coming his way. Y'all jump on in and start loading us up with some questions that we can answer throughout the show. We want to hear your trash talk. We want to hear your hype for your favorite team. We want to hear why Clemson is overrated and the dynasty is officially dead, um, yep. especially that. But before yep. we jump right into the nitty-gritty, we've got a couple of other things going on tonight, such as a roundtable with some of our own writers and our president and founder, Honor Dworsky, as we look at the top 25 player of the year. But before we get into all of this good stuff, Dominic, we got a quick word from our friend Deion Sanders, who is now 1-0 at Colorado, and yes, his house over at Icy Breeze
4: right here. John, you got a portable air conditioner that can be used anywhere. It blew my mind. Where were you several years ago when I was playing uh, select baseball, man, in the scorching heat in Texas? Tell us how it works. It's a true portable air conditioner. Here's the big deal. Florida, South Texas, humidity. Uh You you can't make a a swamp cooler work. There's already moisture in the air. This is a true air conditioner. It actually pulls the moisture out of the air. So this thing, you can run it off a battery. Mm -hmm. You can run it off a 12-volt cord, off a 110, but this is what makes it unique. How long Um, does that battery last, Six and a half hours on a single charge. Six and a half hours. The great thing about it is, is you can use them indoors, outdoors. You can put it right in the tent with you. The idea is, is to be (laughs) extremely portable. This thing is light. It is light. I love the colors, by the way. It works perfect for the new uh, CU partnership. That's right. Can you tell me about, not just the innovation, but why? A lot of your athletes, the people that like a U.S. Open, Australian mm-hmm. Open, the mm-hmm. Olympics, the athletes that are using these, it it, it helps them get that one more rep. Mm-hmm. You're just dragging. You got the catcher back there just wore out. Yeah, it's, it's to me is revolutionary because not only of uh, the how it works, but the price point of two hundred eighty nine dollars. It, it function as a. A normal cooler too. If right. you look on the inside, you just put ice, ice in it. This right. is a 38 quart cooler, so you can throw your drinks in it, your food. Mm-hmm. But what makes it special is the patented uh, heat exchange, your coil system here. Okay. So the water.
1: Well, it's actually not really the pick six, but it's okay. We'll call it that. We are going to pick six guests me you hunter colin tim and george hancock boom saved it we're going to pick six guests to come on and talk about our uh top 25 reveal here on the dog sports network hunter all the way from la how you doing my friend good how are you i'm great i'm jazz college football's back and it did not disappoint colin how was your weekend buddy
5: you know it's fantastic i mean i can't complain when there's football on (laughs)
1: I'm <laughs> looking like a true football fan, and that's exactly what we're here for. All right. Well, let's just get right into it. So we over here at cultural Football Dogs have our own top 25 that we do. Yep. So uh, – and recently – what in the world – um recently we put in our votes so let's just go and take a look at what we got so
6: all right so let's starting at number 20 so uh receiving votes um let me let me uh get there oh, colin you're the man thank you buddy uh receiving <laughs> votes looks like I, I iowa ucla kentucky miami arkansas tcu ucf uh auburn is receiving votes I yeah so. Pitt, pittsburgh uh houston troy yeah so um nothing crazy on that list I, I was a little surprised to see texas state on there um but you know as we as we develop more into the season i guess i we'll think
1: see. texas state makes more sense than wyoming there but you know yeah
5: just
6: go
1: post I, or whatever or virginia
5: say. tech yeah.
1: Say, <laughs> well yeah there we go yeah <laughs> i do see so, miami florida i thought that was miami ohio for a second i was like bruh did y'all even watch what happened so, <laughs> no no there you go watch.
6: All right, so number 25 in the College Football Dogs uh, is Texas A&M. Brand new to our our top 25. (laughs) They're receiving 86 points. They were not right last week. Number 24, you called it the Duke Blue Devils have made the list at number 24 in the nation uh, after beating the number nine team in the country, Clemson. Number 24. Number twenty-three, the Clemson. She's Clemson, the Clemson. So Clemson actually dropped fourteen uh, spots. So uh, it was pretty, it's pretty big uh, move. Some people don't even. I don't even think does the AP even have them in the top twenty-five. They are at number
1: twenty-five.
6: Oh wow! Okay, mm-hmm. so just just it hanging,
1: on, hanging
6: on. on. All right. So moving forward, Tulane. Tulane dropped one. They're kind of staying steady. Uh, big win over South Alabama was an impressive win. Um, so they take on Ole Miss this weekend. We'll see how they do, uh, this weekend against Ole Miss number 21. Yes. Coach prime coach prime time. Number 21 is Colorado. 110 points. Again, they're new to our top 25. You can look at a preseason poll, uh, online today. Um, but, uh, yeah, so they beat TCU. So let's see what number 20 is. Number 20 moving Let's up go. three spots is Wisconsin with 107 points. So Wisconsin had a big win uh over Buffalo. Uh, it was close in the beginning, but Wisconsin was able to pull away. Definitely a Big Ten championship uh contender for sure this this year. And oh, number 19, it. the All Miss Rebels moving up three spots at 160 points. Almost sure. beat beat the shit out of Mercer, who who the hell knows who Mercer is. All miss took care of business. <laughs> they have a Great game this weekend against Tulane. So number 19 versus 22 this weekend. Number 18, staying steady, is the Beavers. Yeah, 12 Yeah, so they had a great game against San Jose State. 204 points uh, for the Beavers. At number 17, the Kansas State Wildcats. Wildcats. I really, Wildcats. <laughs> Who did they play last week? Candy Cane College. I was going to say a really bad word, it is, but it's sort of it, a pig, but I didn't want to say that. But <laughs> All right, going into first. the next one. UNC moves up three spots. Drake may have a great, uh, well, I wouldn't say a great game, but UNC definitely beat. Uh, they whooped some South Carolina gang cops uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 on the field. So uh, North Carolina moves up. Uh three spots. That was way too L- many after you
1: said. luckily eight. it was on the field. Yes.
0: Uh, that was uh,
6: uh, yeah. Number fifteen is LSU. Yes, they dropped nine from being blown out by Florida State. They get two hundred and forty-six points. uh they are number fifteen on our list. Number fourteen, wow, the Oklahoma Sooners move up six spots, blowing out Arkansas State, which was a huge win for the Sooners. Okay. They look good. Jones is. And they look good this year, man. I think they're going to be in the uh, in the college football playoff, in my opinion. So we'll see what happens. And number H- thirteen, Dylan Gabriel,
1: we trust. Yes.
6: <laughs> number thirteen, Texas dropped two spots in our top twenty-five poll. I I would say a lot of our voters were not impressed with Texas's win over Rice. Uh, it was a slow start. Uh, some of the same issues that they had last season. So didn't look good for the for the uh, for the for the fighting uh, Steve Sarkeesian's uh, number twelve. <laughs> The Oregon Ducks staying steady with 379 points. So Oregon looked good against Portland, 81 points. Again, an FCS school. Um, When you're putting up 81 points like that, your offense is obviously dynamic. Um, We felt that Oregon should stay put. Number 11, the Utah Utes, they move up two spots after defeating Florida in a great game. Cam Rising was not in that game, so we felt that they should have been bumped up anyway. They have some good depth at quarterback. We know that they can win even without Cam rising and their their starting tight end. Utah number 11. At number 10, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. They beat Navy and they beat an HBCU school. Congratulations on that. uh, A lot of our (laughs) voters... Oh, man. I'm glad you're
5: trying to be genuine there.
6: I'd be very genuine there. Listen, Uh, I I personally voted them like 14th in mine. I have no idea why anybody. We have people vote for them all the way up to number five. So I don't understand how anybody could justify moving Notre Dame from 14 to five. I mean, you must be have half a brain or whatever. They didn't. I'm happy to see your (laughs) USC
5: bias showing. I didn't wear a USC shirt
6: today, so yes, but Notre Dame is a five name moves up five <laughs> spots. Um, they go up to number ten. I think the AP has them at number ten as well. So feel good about that one. Number nine, Washington moves up five spots. Let's go four four hundred eight points. Michael Penix Jr. Untouchable during the Boise State game. I think they have. They're a real contender to try to beat the Trojans this year. We'll see what happens in the Coliseum uh, later in a couple of months. Number eight. The Tennessee Volunteers. Yes, Tennessee moves up balls. too. Tennessee moves up. They played a very weak Virginia team. I wasn't impressed with Tennessee. Uh personally, I had them, I think, ranked at like 12th. Um the, their quarterback is, is trash. So I, I wasn't I you know I'm not a big fan of Tennessee. Number seven. Wow. The there Penn State Nittany Lions. I know Phew. the great the great Kyle Gulick is excited right now. Uh, he is he is so happy uh, that the the fighting a uh, lot the not Atlanta the fighting the fighting wow. uh, the fighting cats the fighting the fighting pussy cats over there at Penn State number seven they're gonna put who do they play this week they play the Delaware Blue Hens which is my former school so uh, go Blue Hens number six wow Ohio State falls from number three to number six. And a shocker uh, for our top twenty-five. I think Ohio very State fair. was very, very, very weak. Um, I actually voted them at number nine in my list. I was not. Again, things can move around as we get into the into the season. But Ohio State is at number six. Number five. The alabama prism tie. They stay. We're we're keeping them. We're staying. We're keeping them put. Alabama, five hundred seventy-three points. They had an impressive game against Middle Tennessee State. Mr. Milrow did a really good job, possibly a Heisman contender this year. We will see. They have a great game down in in Tuscaloosa this weekend. We're sending Tim Bailey and company to Tuscaloosa tomorrow night. So our team will be down at Tuscaloosa for the football game and the college game day as well. Nice. Number four. Moving up four spots, the Florida State Seminoles. Florida State, 575 points. They received three first place votes. Uh so Florida State is at number four. Big win against uh the LSU Pussycats. Uh and uh it and this is a team that definitely can compete for a national championship. Agreed. Next. Number three, dropping one is Michigan. Now I will say this: They one. See, they did. They you, dropped two. They, you will see what happened. You will see how close one oh, score, right. two and three are. And at number two, I the that. USC <clears> Trojans <throat> come in at number two by one point. So basically, a two-way tie between Michigan and USC for the number two spot. USC had a had Caleb Williams threw five touchdown passes against Nevada. He threw four touchdown passes against San Jose State. USC's defense looked much better. I think a lot of our voters felt that USC's defense was more, was much better. And I think as talking to different Don't voters – Don't include me
5: in that. Yeah, <laughs> you,
6: you, USC, Talking to different USC voters, they said, look, if the defense is okay and you combine that with a Lincoln-Riley offense, you're talking about a p- potential national title team. And number one, Georgia. Georgia having 20 first-place votes, 639 points. Georgia is the number one team in the country according to the college football dogs team so there is our top 25 um there you have it where is tim can we can we is tim not can someone send a we got to get tim on the show here
4: we will Um, track
6: him
1: down but we do have plenty of others for our round table tim can jump on uh in a second but let's just go ahead and jump right into it if we can get everyone up on the screen real quick so there's our top 25. Let's go ahead and roast ourselves. Dominic, I'll start with you, good sir. Plenty of movers, plenty of newcomers. What are your thoughts?
0: Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm going to see if we get this screen, this graphic back up so I can see that. Uh and sneaking in, you know, top 25, I guess maybe. But, you know, it's kind of like they're always overrated, right? Uh, Duke sneaking in. There we go. I don't know. I'm not sold on Duke. We'll get to that, but it's just,
1: yeah, Duke's yeah, a good feel-good story right now. Um, it is. I can see why they they've been put in
0: for now, I guess. But let's see if they have any stain power. Um, you know, if you if you if you were told before the season started that they were going to come in and beat Clemson, then you probably would have said that they would have been a top twenty-five team. Now, if right. you watch the game, you probably feel different. Whatever it is, it is what it is. It's kind of surprising that Tulane wins their first. Uh, game of the year against a what everyone thought was a highly competitive g5 program in south alabama who was gunning for the possible new Year six selection selection and then they drop a spot um but uh, you know it could be a byproduct of colorado jumping up in yeah, there right uh, because they're only one spot above them colorado s- certainly deserves it i thought maybe they could even wind up a little bit higher here but uh yeah, I, I think from there on, it's not too surprising. There's nothing crazy after that. It's, it's mainly the bottom that there's a few surprises and and some teams that certainly earned it, just like we said with Colorado. So, those are kind of my thoughts, especially towards towards the bottom of our poll.
1: Mister Cedric, your thoughts on our top twenty five poll?
5: You know, I think it's interesting to see Oklahoma as the biggest gainer. Uh, wow. Okay, seventy three you points. Set it up for you. <laughs> well, here's the thing. They move up six spots. You know, there's some other teams you could talk about. Um, I mean, Notre Dame's impressed the first two weeks. Utah taking down Florida with, what, they had eight injuries or something like that sure. for their starters. So, I mean, Utah only moving up two, whereas Oklahoma moves up six. Uh, North Carolina taking down South Carolina. Um, you know, there's, there's some other teams in there that you could think, you know, May move up a little bit more. I mean, Florida State only moving up four. You know, they took down a ranked LSU squad that was top five. So, yeah. again, when you comp- when you look at some of these other teams that had some pretty significant wins, and Oklahoma taking out an Arkansas State team, I mean, you got to question. You know, maybe we moved them up a little bit too 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 much too early um, before they've mm-hmm. actually proven themselves. That
1: may be true, but you got to think Oklahoma has to get the benefit of the doubt at this point. They had a tumultuous year one under Brett Venables, but he's had some time to get his system in place, and Dylan Gabriel picked up right where he left off. So um, if mm. he can stay healthy, I think they'll, I think they'll definitely be more deserving. It seems of that the, up,
6: so. the the Tennessee fans are so deranged right now that they are they <laughs> just are so upset with USC being right number two. Uh, I I will say you guys should look look at how close five four three and two are from their from i mean it it, i I, what i will tell you it's from five four the top five teams are pretty set if you look at they're all within a certain range Two, i would say two three four and five adam any of them any any of them can move around you know florida state's only up two points over alabama usc's only one point over michigan i mean i think i think even in, within the AP some a lot of the AP voters are also voting USC at number 3 um which we saw that in the AP this morning um so you know this is this is this is going to change you know week to week uh, but you know you know this is not set in stone so
1: uh, i saw adam stanford in the chat he said switch alabama and florida state uh get out of here bro mm-hmm. like yeah. i know that we're I know that we're all yeah. super excited to see Jalen Milroe you know, running the Wildcat option yeah. at quarterback. But yeah. Florida State just looked like the real deal based off a of week one eye test. They took down the number five team in the country in yeah. spectacular fashion. I'd make
6: an argument they should probably be number two right behind yeah. USC. Yeah. And I if think it Tim, was... go ahead. I think Tim, I think Tim Bailey. Um, let me get Tim in here now. Actually,
3: Let's Timmy see. B. Tim, are you there? Here is Tim. I'm here, but I'm backstage. Yeah. Tim, <laughs> the
1: cool man Bailey. He joins, not the same. He oh, joins the here. show, okay. host of the Tim Bailey Show, Mr. Bailey. Uh, and then we'll get to Georgia a second. Here's our top 25 poll. As I said to Dominic, plenty of newcomers, plenty of movers. Um, what are your thoughts on this whole thing?
3: Um, you should probably switch Florida State now I'm just kidding. Um, now, get out of here. <laughs> I'm not explaining this again. <laughs> um, I pick I my. my I submitted my ballot. I had Florida State number one. Um, Wow. I don't believe in the worry about what happened last year thing. Um, Georgia's not the same team. Um, They didn't look like the same team against UT Martin, and I know Mm. that it's week one. Um, But Florida State, to me, is the number one team in the country right now. They have the best feet. They were very good last season. Um, They only got better through recruiting and through the transfer portal. So – that's that's who I would that's who I would have at number one. Sure. Um, if we could pull that list back up for me, this is the first time I'm seeing it as well. Just like you guys here at
1: home, nothing like raw reactions, um,
3: everyone. Yeah. <laughs>
1: what do What are your thoughts
0: on uh, What are your thoughts on Colorado, Tim? While, while while you're waiting on that graphic, you think they're? Uh, I think
1: that
3: makes sense. I, I think yeah. you you beat a team like TCU. I don't know how good TCU is, um, but this is also you know this is we're we're in september right so like you know it's a meritocracy at least it's supposed to be in college football you beat a team like tcu on the road a power five opponent one who played in the national championship game last year sure and um you know it makes sense um texas a&m is in the top 25 um i don't i never understand that one typically um you know, no, that is what it President of the
1: president of college football on here. I, I'm sick, I'm so sick of this. Is already... that
6: me or college football, dog? That's, that's college, me, it's college football. No, you're dog. here. I'm at the president
1: of college football. Uh, oh, we all yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. For Texas and Name to get top 10 consideration, they must win a minimum of hey, 12 games. Let me so... just say that.
6: Can I just say something? The SEC is dead. The SEC is, the SEC is done. I'm going to so, tell you right now. This is the guy who 20... put
1: Georgia number one in listen, our team. Listen. <laughs>
6: I don't think. Let me just say this: If Georgia plays like they've played, even against uh, the team that they, I don't even know. That's the problem. I don't even know why. Can I ask you this? Why is Notre Dame fans expecting to be in the top five when and when you play an FCS school? Why is Georgia scheduling an FCS school? Why is Alabama playing Middle Tennessee State? Why are these? Oh, they don't understand. It's ridiculous. With, and, with- and, and and if Georgia plays like they played against that FCS school the, the, this, this week with Mike Bobo, let me tell you, Georgia's not staying at that number one spot next week. I'm telling you. So, mm-hmm. with yeah, how uh, the SS- Oregon State
3: might be being underestimated yeah. as well. 10 uh, win team a season ago um they looked really impressive against a a decent group of five teams that they played on the road uh ironically uh potentially in a matchup that may be a conference matchup soon because they may be moving to the Mountain West with some rumors let me um they looked extremely impressive easily covered the spread quite frankly looked better than your trojans did against the same opponent (laughs) um that's not to say that Oregon State's better than USC but I'm just simply pointing out that they played extremely well against them uh, really stuff their run so, game.
1: Let me let me put this two, to the group real quick. So let's just yeah. assume that that top four right there, Georgia, USC, Michigan, and Florida State, let's just assume that that holds throughout the entire season and the playoffs yeah. start. Does Florida State beat Georgia?
5: Yes, I think so. Yeah,
3: yeah they could. Yeah. Yeah. And does the what CD is the one visit? thing that Georgia struggled with? Vertical passing game. Yeah. Florida State <laughs> this year might be the vertical passing game in college football. Uh, right. They don't have any way to defend and they also lost Kaylee Ringo to the draft.
1: Hmm. Um, they lost everyone Georgia to
3: the draft. Like, <laughs> Georgia's secondary has been, it's been tough. Uh, it's been tough for them. And um, I don't know if maybe they just don't coach them as well as the other positions there. I'm not saying that's the case. But anytime they play against an opponent that has similar talent or even a pulse at all, uh, if they've got a quarterback that has an arm and they got a receiver who can catch, they're going for 350, 400 passing yards on them. And that's just hey. the reality. Matt, can I, address, can I
6: yeah. can I address something that's being brought up in the comments? So the way that yeah. the poll worked is every member of College Football Dogs, uh, members that have contributed to College Football Dogs or writers, are part of our leadership team. All were able. The ballots were open from Saturday after the last game all the way till midnight last night. Um, right. U.S. A, a lot of people are saying that because I'm a USC fan, USC's at number two. Let me just say this: Tim Bailey can tell you right now where he ranked usc <clears throat> uh we had four people vote usc as the number one team in the country and we had multiple people vote usc at number either either number three or four i mean that's just we way, had a couple at way, two and a couple at two so i had no control of it uh i it was was i excited about it uh yes <laughs> <laughs> uh it was awesome but i think again it's this is this is week one like calm down like like calm down, you know, so, but go ahead, uh, Tim, if you want to kind of talk about how, how you did your voting
3: or if you want to, or, or yeah, yeah. So I try my best to, I believe, I believe in the saying in real life of, uh, you know, when you get new information, information changes and your mind should change if you get new information. Right. Correct. Um, and so even though there are some teams that, uh, were maybe positioned significantly differently in the preseason, we only have one week of data, but that data is a lot more data than we had before. And I'm very comfortable moving people around depending on that. Uh, Georgia would have been my preseason number one. In my poll, Georgia was number four. Uh, Georgia has not looked as impressive as Southern Cal. Georgia has not looked as impressive. Now, again, th- does this mean that here this September, is that's going to be how my list works every week? Of course not. Georgia may be number one next week. I don't know the answer to that, and I shouldn't know the answer already automatically. Um, I, I think that that's one of the issues with polling and, is because, you know, they were making fun of on Twitter. Clemson's ranked ahead of Duke in the, in the coaches poll. And that's all because of the logic of preseason polling. Well, are we going to really drop them all the way down to 25 and put Duke at 24? Well, I mean, we don't have any other data. So, yeah, do that. Right. Do that. Hmm. And it's a dilemma that's weird. I still think Clemson's a better team than Duke. So I actually end up having both of them unranked. We have Clemson ahead of Duke, and you know, but everyone has everyone has their polling strategy that they use. For me, I try to I try to each and every week try to do what the committee's supposed to do, which is reexamine each and every week. And Sorry, um, yeah, I didn't have I didn't have Georgia at four because guess what? The 2021 and 2022 seasons aren't aren't the 2023 season. Hmm. So I'm seeing a lot of
1: people. I'm seeing a lot of people in the chat keep uh, saying that Alabama should be ranked higher. So to talk about, yeah, to talk really (laughs) quickly about my ranking strategy is um, I always start with the quarterback. Um, I look at the teams getting the most love, but then I'm like, okay, but who's slinging the pill for him? Part of my problem with having Georgia so high is Carson Beck, the human version of Beavis and Butthead. the only target (laughs) he's got to throw to right now is Brock Bowers. (laughs) And when your best receiving weapon is a tight end, you could be in serious trouble. So that's why I'm not super high on Georgia. Their defense would keep it in for me. The thing with Alabama is Jalen Milrow, he had a great game. You know, I won't take away from that, but it's a gimmick. Uh, it's a gimmicky offense he's running. It's, it's the Wildcat knockoff with a couple more passes thrown in there. The first team that figures out how to exploit that, how to shut down his running ability Alabama's in big trouble because the transfers that Saban brought in a year ago, Jermaine Burton and, uh, uh, that other guy from Louisville, they just, they've not panned out the way everyone thought they would. They're not Jamison Williams. They're not Jerry Judy. Um, Bama's in for rude awakening. It could be with Texas this weekend. Cause again, I like Quinn Ewers more than I do Jalen Milrow. Cause again, look at the quarterback, um, Ohio state. I would actually have ranked lower because Kyle McCord guys did not look good. <laughs> It it doesn't look good in Columbus. I why is is Ohio State still worthy of a top ten ranking if court struggles again?
6: Well, your your buddy over there, I think he has something to say, uh, okay. uh, Mister Dominic. Can you tell us uh, what that little one next to Ohio State? I see that there's one first place vote. Why did you yeah, vote for Ohio, Ohio State number one? <laughs> Not uh, my co-host, Dominic. Uh, I'll
0: take I'll take the low blow attempt. Uh, I'll tell you why I voted <laughs> them number one. Now. Go Uh, breaking in a new quarterback okay, on the road conference opponent. So I just rewarded a team that played a little bit tougher competition than everybody else for the most part.
1: Sure.
0: Uh, Obviously there were some ranked teams that played each other and whatnot, but Ohio state kind of started near the top for me. They didn't play an FCS team. They won with defense. They didn't allow (laughs) a single touchdown. So I think defensively there's really not going to be a whole lot of concern. Yeah. The offense needs some work. Again, this is—I I agree with Tim Bailey's aspect of ranking teams. This is a week-by-week week thing, and so right. far they—one of the few top twenty-five teams that played—you know—an uh, conference foe on the road to start the season. So I, I rewarded that. Uh, now, mm-hmm. I don't—I fully don't expect that they're going to stay there very long if the struggles continue. And to be perfectly honest, I didn't see a ton of of the, that game. I saw some highlights and saw this the stat line. Um, so yeah, yeah. McCord probably needs to round out into form, but I still think they are a top 10 team, you know, by the end of the season, probably. Um, so I, I just, I rewarded a good first showing on the road as a conference foe. Uh, not a whole lot of people start with conference matchups in the first part of the season. So yeah, that's why I had them at one. I I thought about Florida state. I thought about Michigan. Um, I I went back and forth a little bit, but.
6: I got a question for Tim Bailey. What do you think about Duke being number 24? I think, let me tell you, I told you, 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 and you, all you. He keeps forgetting that I picked Duke. Me and Matt told you all <laughs> that Duke, Duke is a good team, and they beat Clemson by not one touchdown, not two touchdowns, three touchdowns, three touchdowns. I think, I think
5: Clemson beat Clemson by three touchdowns. Tim,
6: <laughs> Tim. You've yeah. been you've been annihilated on frenzy the last twenty four hours. I think it's time for you to yeah. to speak your mind.
3: Okay, sure. Um, so if we're gonna talk about Duke and uh, the hype of them coming into the season, Duke played a schedule last year that was gonna guarantee them seven wins no matter how good or bad they were, and <laughs> I think it played out. Um, <laughs> Their first, they, they played, they won, They beat four teams that finished three and nine. They beat a team that went one and 11. They beat an FCS team. And then they also beat five and seven Miami, who was terrible. Um, and then even on top of that, before the end of the regular season, their last win was against a Wake Forest team that was so beat up, having nine plus starters out, that they actually fell and lost four of their last five. So Duke was very much so a paper tiger. Um they really were a, they were an average team. I mean, just to go to show, I mean, everyone says oh well all their losses were close. Well, I mean, I'm not really impressed by a loss to 5 and 7 Georgia Tech because it happened in overtime. That's not impressive to me. Duke's a paper tiger. This loss was really bad for Clemson, and this loss was Clemson to Clemson. I mean, it might as well have been the bowl, the, the Clemson spring game because Clemson whooped Clemson's ass in this game. That's what happened. Clemson embarrassed themselves. They tripped on their own shoelaces. They stepped in the dog shit, which a couple of people are, are going to do later. I have never in my life, and I've watched a lot of football, and I've seen a lot of teams have misuses and make mistakes. I have never in my life seen a team dominate a half on the field of play and then lose by 21 points in that same half. I have never witnessed that in my entire life watching football. Clemson marched up and down the field against Duke, who could do nothing the entire second half. And somehow getting inside the seven-yard line three times for Clemson turned into seven points for Duke. And they were unforced errors. They had a drop turned into an interception. They had two mishandled running back exchanges on first and goal that turned into fumbles. Then they had Cade Klubnip. He had a first down easily and for some reason chose to slide before he got past the first down marker when there was no chance that he was getting stopped. (laughs) I mean... The list goes on. It was the most bizarre. Like, it looked like the F... You guys remember those commercials, the Buffalo Wild Wings commercials? It looked like Buffalo Wild Wings was a Duke fan. That is what it looked like. I had never (laughs) witnessed anything like that type of (laughs) self-sabotage in my life. I don't know what fixes that problem. I don't know what fixes that problem. That's crazy. That was the craziest loss I've ever witnessed. Here's what fixes it. Dabo
1: Swinney stops pussyfooting around the issue of modern day college football and
3: embraces everything new like the transfer. Okay, so portal. if you go to the tra- if you go to the transfer portal, does that make Cade Clubnik not just does that make Will Shipley a five star? I think hold I on think, to the ball from a five star quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Who was Cade Clubnik's
1: competition at quarterback? This dude had no issues. Like he was basically gift wrapped the starting job as soon as DJU left. I think you know, if he didn't have anyone underneath him like lighting a fire under his ass, like that's definitely gonna like play into his preparation.
3: So, you know, come on, at least at stay. least, at least yeah, there's a five star on their roster. Right? They have they have a Vizina, the, a five star that they just got from 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 recruiting rankings. Now we'll put him I get, in. I get I get what you're I get what you're saying, but Cade Klubnik's not the problem in that offense. I will say that they could have gone to the porter at portal and if they added a key on Keeley, that's a key on um. Coleman. Coleman. What yeah. Florida State did, that would change things for them. Their yeah. wide receivers don't separate. They don't have any big plays. And, and maybe that's fair, right? Because it is harder to, to have to score on eight, nine, ten play drives, which look, which is what Clemson has to do because they don't have explosive playmakers. They have efficiency guys. Kate Klovnik wasn't that bad. He had a bad first half. But that second half, his sure. tape is not bad, aside from, for some reason, not being able to handle quarterback <laughs> running back. The yeah, I, I don't understand Chris. how that happened. but. From a throwing the football standpoint, he looks fine. He's got all the tools. Um, he was making accurate throws. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, you're right. The, the portal could help them. But, I mean, it was self-sabotage. Clemson should have won that game based on if you just took the tape and took away the scoring plays, ask anybody blind, hey, they would think Clemson beat them by 30 in the second can, half. I mean, I, they, dominated can, can the I line say, they dominated them. They dominated him everywhere in every facet.
6: Can I say something? Look at the top 25 list. Who's the number? What team moved up the most out of all 25 teams? Can, he, can he, Tim, why don't you go ahead and say it?
3: Oh, is that... Did Oklahoma move up that Oklahoma, far? Oklahoma
6: oh, yeah. moved up the most. Number six. They six were the spots. most, yep. Six I mean, I spots. guess
3: if you beat an FBS opponent by 73, you, you earn some respect. Uh, <laughs> you know, Arkansas <laughs> State's not... Arkansas State's nobody to write home about, but I mean... It is an so, FBS opponent, and it was 73-0, to zero and the backups played the entire second half. So that is kind of crazy, to be honest. Did <laughs> move up six points? Did they move up six? Um, do you think they're better than an LSU team that got blown out? Probably. To be honest um, with you, I, I, you know,
6: my Oklahoma, for me, I have Oklahoma in the top ten. Easy. <clears throat> Easy. I think they're better than Notre Dame. I think they're better than Utah. I think they're better than Oregon, Texas. I think, to be honest with you, I think Tennessee is freaking overrated. Number one, Tennessee is overrated, but I do think they're better than Notre Dame. But I think Oklahoma is going to be in that. It's going to be in that five, six, seven talk.
3: Very. Mm, I don't think. I don't think LSU could beat Oklahoma this year. I'm just being honest. Like the Oklahoma team that projected on paper what they look like, that team's supposed to be really good. Like I. After watching the first, and it's only the first week of data, but after watching the first week of data, I think Oklahoma might run through the Big 12 because I don't think there's anybody in there that's as good as them on paper, besides Texas, and I'm not confident in Texas. I will um, remind Trevor that I'm 15 I, and three in my pick 'em, so come for look, me. For okay. Also, I, here's one thing to point out though: Oklahoma played Oklahoma played a post uh, a bowl game post bowl practices against Florida State, and while Florida State added Jaheem Bell and Keon Coleman. Those two teams, after those bowl practices, which everyone knows, that's basically the 2023 versions of both of those teams, minus a few guys that come in, and Oklahoma got better and Florida State got better. Those two teams played about as even of a matchup as they could have. In fact, Oklahoma led by double digits for a big chunk of that game. So if you think Florida State's good, Oklahoma and Florida State, in the same stadium that LSU got torn to pieces, Oklahoma performed significantly better. And uh, I don't see a Javante Barnes or a Gavin Sawchuck on that on that LSU roster. And Dylan Gabriel is ten times the quarterback Jaden Daniels is. So, offensively, Oklahoma is certainly a superior team than LSU. I can, uh, I defensively, can certainly, though, I mean, defensively, sure. LSU has a tremendous roster. A tremendous defensive roster.
6: So, a quick question for uh, Tim, uh, because I'm getting crushed right now with a bunch of USC haters. Where did you have USC and
3: why? Oh, I, had US- I had USC at three. Um, really improved defensive line play. Um, defensive line is really good. Offense is probably the best in the country. Um, I kind of thought going into the season it was either going to be USC, Ohio State, or Florida State had the best offense, maybe Washington. Uh, and then my kind of outside the bubble looking at was maybe Oklahoma based on their, you know, their uh, offensive coordinator. But um usc's done the most for me offensively uh they're lazily putting up 60 points in games i mean again group of five opponents but uh at least it's not hbcu yeah. <laughs> i mean listen <laughs> <USC's>, <laughs> usc is honestly a very weird dichotomy you could lose your top three wide receivers and still have an uh and still have a top three offense you could lose your top quarterback and probably still have a top 15 offense and that's the heisman trophy winner um offensive line not as deep as i would like to see um they did sustain yeah. an energy there injury there so i'm not sure how that's going to affect them i know that he's kind of uh not necessarily a starter but a package player but that's still going right. be impactful yeah. um running backs much, much better running game than last year um so i, I think usc I think USC is every bit deserving of a top five spot. I mean, if you have them at five or you have them at six, I, I'm not hating on that ranking, but uh, yeah. I don't think USC at two is crazy at all. Um, Thank you, man. Thank I think, you. I think I think I think we give Michigan way too much credit for, in some ways, because Michigan has a very complete team, but they don't really pass the eye test as much against teams, and we don't hold that against Michigan because of the results the last two seasons. But we do hold it against Ohio State and Michigan had a very similar result in their football game, for example. And Ohio State's getting absolutely burned and crushed for beating a power five team, 30 or 23 to to three. They had a touchdown called back. It could have been 30 to three. And Michigan gets a total pass for beating, you know, ECU 30 to three. And I'm not saying Michigan shouldn't get the pass. I'm just saying we don't hold them to the same standard that we hold other programs. And I think that's very telling. And that's all I'm going to say about that.
6: Matt, we're going to go ahead and play our. Uh, we we also have a dog, the dog we, of the year award. We sure
1: do. I'll add this real quick though. Texas, if you beat Alabama, welcome to the top five. All right. Yes. We've also got our college football dogs player of the year that we also voted on. So Hunter, who do we have in contention for the award? We're going to play
6: a video and then we'll talk. Here we go. go for it. <laughs> I hit recorded, job you can't ignore it I'm transforming, now these cars and planes, I'm always boarding Just out touring down in Charlotte like I play for Hornets When I'm performing, never boring, now you can't afford it Champagne, Perrier, finished friends on my face Looking like I'm from the D, D's, no Cartiers, Pocket deep, 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 bro, I making in my seat, bro Do you, I'm doing me, bro, Making noise, use a peak bro, whoa
1: So we've got Bo Nix, Jordan Travis, the two Colorado standouts, Shador Sanders and Travis Hunter, and now Caleb Williams at the very yep. tip top. We're going to start with Colin. Your thoughts, good sir.
5: You know, I think that it's still a little too early to buy in on the complete hype and overreact to week one of Travis, uh, Travis Hunter. That's no, not right. <laughs> Uh oh, I, I mean it may it may or not, not too be, early. <laughs> but, um, I I'm not gonna overreact just yet. I wanna see how he how he and Shador Sanders play and perform against Oregon in a couple weeks. They got USC the week after that. So there's a couple of big matchups coming up. So I'm not gonna overreact just yet. Caleb's the uh, defending Heisman winner. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with him for a little bit longer. But I, I do agree with this poll. Um, I will say the one thing I'm disappointed in oh. there's no offensive or defensive lineman in here. I think Goodbye. Jared Verse had a great game. Agreed. He was also stolen look? a
3: back, by the way. Officiating is awful in, so far this season. Agreed. Hey, t- Agreed. Sam,
6: yes. we got a comment here I want to bring up on here. I mean, Sam Hartman, the only quarterback to play two games to score on every drive. Well, that's Sam Hartman's I mean-
3: awesome. Sam Hartman's an awesome player. Is he better than Bo Nix? No. Is he better than Jordan Travis? No. Is he better than Caleb Williams? No. I don't even have to answer that question because everyone collectively across the country just said no.
6: But, but my listen, oh,
3: they don't belong my, there. He doesn't belong if go. here. Into this if, discussion.
6: If, right. if my fat ass was a quarterback for Notre Dame and I was playing against an HBCU school, I'd have to play two games to score on every drive, too. There we hey, go. <laughs> hey, let me
0: let me remind you of Offensive
5: I'll... line led by uh Joe Alt, by the way. If you want to give him some, <laughs> yeah, Joe Alt. Yeah. Uh, dog, yeah, dog yeah. of the yeah. year votes yeah. next, next so. week. So if Joe, oh. if we
3: want a Notre Dame guy up here, Henix better than Bo Nix. They were actually tied for fifth. They were actually actually tied.
5: Bo picks. Bo picks. <laughs> I see. He Bo was clean. I mean, yesterday. he did
3: kind of cha- he he changed that narrative a little bit. Uh, yeah. The only thing I'm disappointed in Jordan Travis just played an outstanding football game where he was basically perfect. Um, he had two bad throws the whole game, um, and. I'm going to mention this because for whatever reason, some LSU fans think that they were the ones that pulled the, that did the first cleansing of the Tigers this weekend. Uh, <laughs> Jordan Travis was five of seven on third down with two drops, and the only other two stops the whole game LSU got they pinned Florida State at the one, and they had to burn two plays to get out from underneath their goalpost. And the other one was that dumb interception that Travis that Jordan Travis had. Jordan Travis was nearly flawless. LSU had no answer, and they didn't from the kickoff from the coin flip the coin flip was the most the, the coin flip was the best performance for LSU in that game. <laughs> Matt, what do you think? I like that. So, I'm kind of going to
1: riff off of Colin here for a second. Um it's not too early for the Travis Hunter hype. I I'm telling you what, I have been counting down the days for Auburn football. Like I've just I've been watching the program. I love what Hugh Freeze has done. It was exciting. I couldn't wait for kickoff and 3:30 came and I was glued to my television at what I was witnessing happening in the TCU Colorado game. Travis Hunter is the closest thing we've seen to Deion Sanders, ironically enough his head coach, since Deion Sanders. And I sat there and I was was, was telling my roommate, I was like, you know, there's a lot of NFL teams that are going to be looking at the quarterbacks because they want that that program-changing player that you spend a premium draft pick on. If they picked up Travis Hunter in the top five, and if he just plays consistent, you know, he doesn't even have to build off this – week one performance if he just plays consistently he can be that type of player for an nfl franchise and he's not even a quarterback he's just that good um uh, caleb williams well yeah you don't have to convince me he's not the number one player in the country but as he gets into the schedule and he goes up against players like travis hunter bo Nix, uh, michael Penix jr we're going to find out a lot about him see just how much of that year's worth of game film no. helped other teams but hey,
6: as i said earlier the sec is dead do you, see any, do you see any SEC players in here? No. Don't Why is AJ don't? Swan not in we'll here? See, Why is
3: AJ Swan, the quarterback of Vanderbilt, not on this list, sir? Because Chris <laughs> did not vote for the player of the year. So. <laughs>
1: But we could see some SEC guys come in here, you know. If Jalen, hey, I could be wrong about Jalen Milrow. If he, if he Jalen Milrow he absolutely
3: out, baptizes the Texas what, defense, he'll be here next week. What yeah. about Jaden Daniels? Oh, <laughs> uh, we,
1: I think we've got our our answer on Jaden Daniels last week. So, um, but yeah, well, I don't Jaden Daniels with list.
3: in the cannon and shoot him across the field. He's 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 fodder. He's just a guy on that team. He's he's an average Good. Joe. So Matt,
6: yes. so. We have a new segment that we're going to do every week. Are you ready to see the video?
1: Well, no, we didn't get everyone's takes on the player of the year yet.
6: Oh, I'm sorry. I, 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 I... <laughs>
1: All right, which George. Turn, Hunter, which turn, change. George? What do you got?
7: Golly, I've been sitting here just twiddling my <laughs> thumbs, waiting on somebody to call me. Golly, no, hey, kidding, get a guitar right, right now or it doesn't count. I know it's okay. I could, I could grab it. <laughs> Um, no, I, I I thought it was good. Um, I mean, I was disappointed there was no SEC guys there, but that's okay. Uh, it it is what it is. I mean, Caleb Williams is, you know, he is the defending, uh, defending dog, so to speak. So I I didn't have any problems with it. Now that Travis Hunter definitely was deserving. Um, so, uh, I mean, I I don't think we're going to see, in my opinion, I don't think we're going to see another player. Like Travis Hunter, um, any anytime soon in the in the new age college football. Um, Colorado I,
1: versus USC is going to be the high. Football. I mean,
7: man, it, for, for how many snaps did he take? Like over 110. 110, 110. 110. 110 a
3: 110 snaps. degree index.
6: By the way, I, I think Colorado in. is better. I think Colorado is better than Notre Dame. But go ahead. <sighs>
1: Of course you do. You, you think everybody's think, better than Notre Dame? You think, you, would
5: think
6: a, a you think
5: is
4: Navy Notre right.
7: is better than Notre Dame? You <laughs> would think New Mexico is better than Notre Dame? Okay. I
6: to Notre Dame at number thirteen, I think, or something
7: like that. So I don't. That's not necessarily true. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I. Uh, so I, 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 uh, I was a hundred percent on board with that, but um, I, I wanted to. St- can, can I? Not I the Notre Dame past- thing. He's
3: not on board with Notre Dame. No, I'm not. On, <laughs> I'm not on board with Notre Dame.
7: <laughs> no. Right. Um but can can I just say when we were unveiling the top 25 man A&M and all this hype they beat New Mexico they beat yeah. New Mexico <laughs> that's the like, SEC
6: people in our group that's the problem God. that's probably Dustin voting that and that was the whole
7: time I was I was watching yeah. I was like oh my gosh they beat New Mexico like stop
6: Michael Spencer probably voted them in there I mean come <laughs> on <man. laughs>
7: Them. oh man well hey where the hell did
0: drake may go is what i'll ask that's yeah. you, you, you put in two
8: he did throw two picks else.
0: he did he did throw two picks and he also was made some throws that nobody else is gonna make maybe 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 our top dog there uh could make michael spencer caleb williams could make some of those throws but Drake may is the reason that UNC wins. He's he's playing behind a line that didn't really perform very well. Still was one of the bigger reasons his team won, even with the two interceptions. Uh, I'm surprised he kind of, I think he started in the top five and now he's not there. Uh, <laughs> a lot of love for Colorado and they deserve it, but I'll be surprised if Drake may doesn't find himself back up here in the top five very, very shortly.
6: Agreed. Michael was, parks yeah. is oh, crazy to watch oh, people lie gosh. to themselves on cam. Uh, oh.
7: Listen, did you did y'all see Chris put up there? Vandy is better than Notre Dame. Listen, for a man that was absolutely calling for his head coach's head in the first quarter of the second game, listen, I understand. I wish. Do we have that man? He needs. We we need that.
6: Uh, Hey, here, here. This is this is this is yeah. This is probably the best thing right here. Right? You're about full of shit. (laughs) 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 Bam.
3: Chris,
8: you're
3: about fully. Oh, man. Shit. My God. Okay. I, I, I thought Drake, Drake May is an awesome player, but I do think he yes. was outplayed by the other quarterback. Unfortunately, that other quarterback found himself on the ground like 700 times in that game.
1: Yep. Honk if you sack Spencer Rattler. That's the new honk if you sack. Brady. All right. Let's right. so, get Dominic in. Let's get okay, a couple Dominic. more in real quick. So, Dominic, really quickly, your thoughts
0: uh yeah i just i just really He's went dead. with the drake may thing it was just the surprise there again i know he didn't have a great game but i i think it'll be hard to keep him out of this top five going forward yeah
1: yeah i agree all right hunter what do listen,
6: we listen this is our our pride and joy ladies oh, and gentlemen man. our new <laughs> segment are you ready are you ready frenzy here we go I stepped in shit. This is the dog shit takes of the week, where we go online and we find the worst takes on frenzy, on Uh. freaks, on all we talk about college football, on second to none, and we put it right on the public space. So, and we're all just going to goof on people here. So let's start out with number one. Notre Dame is about to rain down on ungodly firestorm of doom upon every college team in the country. Everyone better watch out. CFP, too uh, easy, baby. We're taking it all this year. Thoughts, everybody?
7: <laughs> you have no offensive line. That's all I gotta say. They That's have Joe Alt. That's about it. Yeah.
6: You
1: haven't. The have A
6: and
3: Alt stands for all we have is Joe Alt. So. <laughs> Wait, wait, hang on a second. That's the take we have on this show that that Notre Dame doesn't have a good offensive line. Yes.
6: How about Notre Dame hasn't won shit okay. in almost in almost forty years?
7: <laughs> I didn't think one. they had a good offensive line. Maybe I'm wrong. First game looked like Sam Hartman was running for his life. I against, agree. Uh, a
6: blitz
3: got him and a running back missed a blitz. And, uh, a, one, a running back didn't pick up the blitz and he got around him and threw a touchdown. Oh, you don't, to
7: they they don't
6: want know nothing so. to do with Bear Alexander. You watch.
7: Listen, top yeah, five Well, I mean, that's fine, but they didn't play like it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you can't say everyone better just watch out college football playoff when they haven't played their best ball yet. I mean, I'm sorry. They also haven't played anybody now, yet. That, that's, right. Now, this take is crazy as hell. That's true. But right. Yeah. yeah. But Notre Dame. And hey, about
0: I, I got a question. Why are we <laughs> why are we protecting these people here? Why is this name blanked out? Come on. <laughs> <put> that name. <laughs> I mean,
7: you know, All right, let's
6: go. let's go to take number two. Are, we, are you guys ready? Here we go. Kyle oh, Woodward. <laughs> Both of these teams may lose four or five games a season. Florida State, he was. I thought they were. And LSU is worse than I thought they were. That is a really bad take. The, yeah. I, well, they, what, did
1: you, what did you see from What about Florida State's performance makes you think They're going to lose four or five games In the ACC
7: Who, Stop Who in well, the ACC is going to lo- Win over Florida that's, that's State That's what I'm right saying
5: Have, Has he seen I, their schedule
3: <laughs> yeah. They get by Clemson and they hit their head on an undefeated season
5: <laughs> Oh I know
3: <laughs> Yeah
6: Again I would not take any advice From Kyle Woodward going forward uh. All right. Uh, All right, Kyle. Love you, buddy. uh, Sorry, man. He's He's a top contributor,
0: though. He's a top contributor.
6: All right, Trainer Joe. Shadir Shadir Sanders is better and more NFL ready than Caleb Williams. Go Uh, argue with your mama.
1: Whoa. (laughs) I I don't know about the NFL ready part. Um, He looks sharp. That's about it. It was a very surgical performance with over 500 yards through the air. But, you know, again, week six. Colorado versus USC. We're going to find out a lot about these two teams. It's the Heisman Bowl, I'm telling you. But, no, if I was if I was picking number one overall right now, give me
3: Caleb Williams every single day. He said argue with your mama because he wasn't trying to have that argument himself. My mom
7: has <laughs> right. no idea
1: who either of those players are, so I'm not going and to. she would still pick Caleb Williams
0: anyway. <laughs> right.
7: A blind person <laughs> yeah, would pick Caleb would. Williams. I mean, they don't, they don't even know. Hey, <laughs>
0: yeah. right. okay, Colin, tell them about the picture you posted up today about where uh, Sanders is getting some tutelage from, though.
3: Hey, hey, get what get me that? that uh that Hank Hill sound bite here in a second for the next one. Uh, <laughs> Colin,
0: you you had that picture with uh Sanders getting trained up by uh Tom Brady in the offseason. Oh yeah, he so. was. He
5: was with uh, he was with Tom Brady we'll on go. the field there. So getting a little training session in.
7: I mean, yeah, when your dad so. is Dion Sanders, that's kind yeah. of something. Let, yeah, let's go. Let's
6: go to let's go to the next one here, guys. Wow. UFC is going undefeated. undefeated. Yeah, no one can tell me
1: different. absolutely no UCF. lies i uh remember ucf is our underdog of the year so yep good thing yep. I, I agree with that they're going undefeated
3: college football uh, playoff dog shit take <laughs> of
1: the
5: week <laughs> oh but end of yeah, the bit. ucf
3: have to go ucf has to this is a bad take because ucf has to go to kansas state uh-huh. they have to go to norman oklahoma, to
5: oklahoma yep
3: they have to go to Lubbock Texas and they have to go to Kansas. Yeah. Well, Lubbock Texas, Wyoming just beat Texas Tech. Come on. Yeah, but sometimes flukes <laughs> happen and Texas Tech is really well coached and UCF is not.
0: True. Well, and Wyoming so, might be a damn good team this year.
6: Who so knows? Th- this one Dave DeSay deep, deep 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 from the College Football Frenzy group, I'm pretty sure. Sports Illustrated has Penn State ranked number seven. Bullshit. So we. Penn State should be ranked number one.
7: Oh, gosh.
0: <laughs> we have them at I, seven, though, right? In our poll? We do have seven is seven, where they're yes, at. <laughs> yes, we have them well, at
5: seven. Yes, there, we have them at seven.
0: There's our argument. We have them at seven, too.
1: I think I just All found right. Kyle Gold's burner account, so.
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> His alias. No, no, what, else? what else do we have?
6: Current highs Current- in rankings. All but right,
1: hold on, on hold on. Here we go. Oh, gosh. Travis Hunter. I...
7: Big game Boomer Come back man. to me after week
6: six. What? Come back to me after week
1: six. It's Caleb mm-hmm. Williams for now. Um, yeah, will the, for for anyone
3: years. who doesn't know who Tyler Newbin is, that is the safety for Minnesota who picked off Jeff <laughs> twice against Nebraska. <laughs> AJ,
6: um, J.J. McCarthy is better than Sam Hartman and oh, Bo Nix is better than gosh. Sam Hartman. Come on, guys.
3: And if he's trying to make this about who do the well, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed Somebody that's missing from this list hmm. He starts with a J And he's not on this list And he played better than every player on this list Save the one at the top this oh. week Jackson uh, Jordan Dahl, Travis man. Where is Travis oh. Travis
7: at? Jordan Travis, I'm just kidding
3: <laughs> but hey, no problem. We're rolling with Tyler Newbin, the safety from Minnesota. Right now.
6: Right. Uh, Kevin and his sweet old grandmother. Michigan will just thump this Ohio State team, 52 to 10.
1: She I thought good. this was supposed to be bad takes, Hunter. Based on week one, I, I'd buy into that, honestly. Oh, mm, my Lord. I'd buy into
6: that. Oh, if my
1: God. If it's Kyle McCord versus J.J. McCarthy, give me J.J. McCarthy all day. This. This
6: isn't two I see though Two to ten. I, I agree. Here we
1: go, Kyle. Oh, how do you make this price? First of all, Kyle, yes, but did you see how Vanderbilt played? Like they're going to
6: win the whole winning SEC. Winning the West. This is one of the worst takes I've seen.
1: This
7: winning week. the West.
6: Auburn is winning Louisville the West, and not. Louisville will be the SEC champions. Yeah, okay.
7: Man, Kyle, pump your brakes, bro.
6: Kyle, college football is not your thing. Listen, no he, this this take was
7: made just specifically for TV. It's good TV. That's all it is. Yep.
6: In basketball, Co- Cody says in basketball.
3: <laughs>
6: ah, guy, yeah, we're says, real. All right, he deserves
3: he deserves the Hank Hill he deserves the Hank Hill one for this one. Is that so this, shitter? Is, this the
6: is shitter. The shitter sec. The is that the shitter of the segment award? No, the last no. one is the shit is the bonus shit 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 sh- Shitter of the of the segment. Yes. The FCC just shut, shut this down. Three yeah, times. Over. All right. Here's the next one. me.
1: Oh, this is a great one. Reasons LSU lost, drop passes. Yeah. 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 Uh huh.
7: Uh huh. Uh
1: huh. Jay Daniels a fantastic 3. quarterback and will have a great year. It won't be amazing. It could be great. It won't be world-stopping, but it
3: could be great. So, Jaden Daniels is getting some weird benefit of the doubt calling things drops. If your pass goes 500 feet in the air and looks like a punt, and then a DB that was 15 yards out of position gets to run back and cross (laughs) the face of the wide receiver, and then the ball hits the guy in the knee, that is not a drop pass. And it's not statistically considered a drop pass.
4: Get out of here, you furry bastard. Get out of here, you furry (laughs) bastard. Get out of here, you! Colin, turn it off. <laughs> it's stuck.
1: Wow. All Do right, next one. A... Fire
3: Brian uh, Kelly.
1: It's uh, been one game. One game. Brian Kelly He's is still wrong, ahead of
3: schedule at US uh, LSU.
1: <sighs> this guy sounds like an Auburn fan. I swear. If you were gonna uh,
0: fire him, you <laughs> fired him after his terrible accent attempt when he first got Wait, hired. Now it's have- too.
6: <laughs> we have one more. This is the shittiest shit, shithole of the segment. And here we go. It's a double Dewey. Here we go. Oh, boy. Bonus. he's
1: the best quarterback in college. I don't know who he is.
6: And you then know. the guy below it oh. said <laughs> Sam Hartman. So that's a double bonus shit take of oh the my segment. Oh, gosh. Sam Hartman is the best college quarterback in the wow. country, and so is J.J. McCarthy. Just shows Aaron you. Ernest, Ernest. Hey, this is just. Do- <laughs> I- that's what. Look that now people ask why we have a guy that can't that falls asleep as the president. Now you see the, the level of smartness the American people have. <laughs> oh, Saying Sam not. Hartman's the best quarterback in the country. Come don't, on, man.
1: Don't blame the American people for yeah. putting Sam the Hartman college football in president? Each other.
6: What, we need to talk to the college football president. Yeah. <laughs> Incoming
7: comments from right the Grizz what's, what's in three, on? two, that's one. it. That's
6: I'll it.
1: be completely honest, <laughs> Sam Hartman. Fine, quarterback looks right. like Jesus touchdown <laughs> Jesus that's about it but it'll take Jesus to get Notre Dame all the way to the playoff everyone come your expectations JJ McCarthy the J stands for just a good quarterback Jesus. that's about it we'll learn more about them as we go on but hold your expectations we all know who the best quarterback is his name is Peyton Thorne at Auburn all right <laughs> oh, yeah.
6: All so, right, uh, that was great. <laughs> so before we get out of here, um, for us because you guys are going to finish your show, and I'm sorry we ran a little bit late, but no, no, it's um, fine. Uh, Tim, we're, tell us where you're going. Uh, we're going to, well, we'll see you tomorrow morning, and then where will we see you on Friday? On uh, the we're Tim gonna... Bailey Show, right here go ahead on to make, Football Dogs. Go ahead
3: and make the announcement. Go ahead. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's still going to be on College Football Dogs. Not, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, we're heading to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, baby. Let's go. Nice. We're gonna go check nice. out Texas traveling east to face conference opponent Alabama. Hmm,
1: that's gonna be a great game. I can't wait. I hope yeah, so. A so around. the Tim
6: Bailey show will be down there in t- live from Tuscaloosa on Friday.
1: Nice. Godspeed, Tim. You're a brave man. Um, yes. Don't bring your sister, or else they'll ask if you married her. Um. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Take all your
1: belongings with
6: you. The red-headed stepsister in the north, right? (laughs) Tim,
1: before we get out of here, Uh, (laughs) Tim, where can people find you and follow you and all that good stuff for more great
3: content? Appreciate your commentary tonight, man. Yeah, um, at Tim Bailey Show on Twitter, um, the Tim Bailey Show on Facebook, and of course, collegefootballdogs.com. Yes sir. Dominic, good sir. Where can
1: people find you and follow you besides wearing a hat and a trench coat? You talking to me? I'm talking uh-huh. I'm talking to George. I'm sorry. Okay, I was going to say Polish. I was like no, it familiar. Eventually
0: wait till the end for mine. I can do it now. No, I- <laughs> go ahead, George. <laughs> off the show, Dominic. No,
8: just go ahead, George.
7: Uh, yeah. Uh follow of course uh right now, right here at College Football Dogs, um the Golden Boot podcast Fridays uh at 8:30 Central sir, Time. Good show. I, we, we appreciate it. Uh, love to see everybody there. And then uh, the real hog fan on Twitter.
1: As opposed to the fake hog fan, which is right. my burner account. So awesome. George, <laughs> appreciate it, brother. You have a good night. We'll see you later. Uh, Colin Hunter, our president and founders, where can people find you and follow you and all that good stuff? We'll start with Colin over here.
5: Yeah, you can find me at college football dogs. You can also find me on Twitter at New England fan 12.
1: Awesome. He's also one of our big draft guys. So stay tuned for draft dogs with me and Colin coming up later on. Super excited for that. So, and lastly, our dear Mr. President Hunter Dorsky, my friend, where can people find you and follow you and all that good stuff?
6: Well, you can find me here at collegefootballdogs.com. Uh We will be live from the Los Angeles Coliseum. Uh, I want to do some reports at the USC Stanford game this weekend. Obviously it's in my neck of the woods here in Los Angeles. It's easy for me to get over there. Um, but we got an exciting show this weekend on College Football Dogs game day, which will be at 6 a.m. Pacific time, 9 a.m. Eastern uh, with me, you and Colin. And we have some ex- we hopefully will have an exciting guest on the show this weekend, um, which none of you know about yet. So uh, we'll, we're, we're, we're uh, going to have some fun.
1: Yes, we are. And we do giveaways right. every now and then. Michael Wall uh, won the $50 SubHub gift card last week. So y'all be sure to tune in every Saturday. So Hunter, thank you so much, brother. We thank appreciate you. it. We'll catch you next time. All righty. Didn't even say yeah, bye. Hunter. No, just, <laughs> he just, he just, just abruptly. Bye.
6: I... <laughs>
1: <laughs> the return.
4: I love it.
1: I love it when oh, they do that. Man. All right. Well, Dominic, my friend, it's just the two of us. So. We're going to recap week one of college football really quickly before we also get into our game balls and penalty flags. But first, a quick word from our friends over at the farmer's dog. Maybe. I'll just take care of you. Hey, little bear
8: bear.
2: Yeah, good boy. Don't worry, darling, I'm about the rest of I'll from this day. Through thick and thin. Come on, baby. I'll be there by
8: your side. I'm gonna love you forever. <laughs> Me, baby.
1: gets me right in the feels every single time. I'm telling you what. All right. Well, Dominic, we had a very exciting week one. Uh, it did not... <laughs> Podcasting, everyone. Uh, we may... Made... And in true Calvin Ball fashion, I've decided to change the rules and we're going to go straight into our mailbag. But we do have some questions that are relevant to what we saw in week one. So uh, question number one, which is Kyle from Los Angeles, is Duke the real deal? I already hate this. They had a 9-10 season last year. All the games they lost were between three to seven points. What are your thoughts? Hmm. Do you want me to start with this one, Matt? Yeah, go, go in- for it. I'm the got. home
0: guy here in Durham, even though I'm not a Duke fan, and there's really not very many in Durham either, uh, <laughs> unless you go to school there. Uh, so they had a game last night, and I live in town, and I wouldn't have sure. even been able to tell you. In fact, I actually saw one Clemson vehicle decked out. No Duke fans. Anyway, uh, getting to the actual game here. Uh, yes, I I saw this argument elsewhere today and our own Tim Bailey came back with kind of what he's already said. So I won't go over it too much, but look at the schedule last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, those, they had some close games, but they didn't play very many good teams at all. In fact, I think looking back at it, I don't think they played a single ranked team at all last year. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, if you're a group of five team, then that schedule and the, those numbers probably look good, but as a power five program and the ACC, who's not all that strong overall. And you came in with that record. I think they looked fine last night. I think they'll probably do well in the ACC. Sure. Uh, I don't think they're going to win it. So, no, I don't think Duke is for real. I think they are improved. How about that?
1: That's a good answer. Um, I Listen, TCU was a good story last year, right? But the problem with yeah. Texas Christian is everyone's always going to be looking for the next TCU because who doesn't love a good Cinderella story? So, everyone after a week one upset like this wants to immediately try to pick the next Big thing that's going to sweep in and take the college football world by storm. And listen, Riley Leonard, good quarterback. He yep. was not the reason they won that game last night, except for that, like, what, 45, 50 yard touchdown run he had. It did. Um, have, yeah, that
0: run was impressive.
1: Yes. Uh, it's just, you know. I think this is more of Mike Elko being a good coach than it is Duke being a good team. And eventually that talent gap will catch up to him. Um, yeah. I think they could have another 9 win season maybe if the cards go their direction and Riley Leonard takes his game to another level. Um, but Duke just shot themselves on the foot last night like over and over again. So uh, that was more... I, I agree with Tim Bailey. That was more of Clemson losing that game than it was Duke winning that game. So I wouldn't... Um, I wouldn't exactly put too much stock in the Duke just yet. I think they could have a good season, though. And Duke fans better, better enjoy it because as soon as, like, uh, yeah. this season's over, Elko's going somewhere else. So Yeah,
0: that's true. Here, here's a stretch for you. Okay, I just pulled up their schedule as you were talking. Uh, in a row here, number 10, Notre Dame. Loss. North Carolina State. win, Florida State. Loss. I think they could lose all three. NC State should be a good, a good matchup. I don't think they're going to be favored or likely to win those other two
1: true true i just i don't know north carolina state i never know what to do with them every year because yeah they're they're either going to be really good or really bad there's just no in between so
0: we're about to find out this weekend as they play host to notre dame too so Indeed, that real
1: quick. mailbag question number two is the SEC in trouble in regard to conference supremacy with the blowout losses by LSU, South Carolina, and Florida? David from New Mexico. David, great question. I was actually hoping to touch on all three of those games uh, when we recap week one. So, this is a great segue into that. So, thanks for that, buddy. Um, I'll go ahead, if you don't mind, Dominic, I'll take this yeah, one go ahead. first. So, The problem with Florida is head coaching. Um, It's not a talent question. They've got good players, and they recruit very well every year. It's just I think Billy Napier had Anthony Richardson last year to cover a lot of sins, and now we're about to find out that he is way in over his head. Um, South Carolina just got outmatched. Like, North Carolina just wanted that win a whole lot more. Gene Chizik was a brilliant play caller calling up all those sacks and pressures on Spencer Rattler. But Rattler played well. Um, and LLC, of course. Well, I mean, they in themselves. So uh, Florida State's just a really good team. I have them penciled as a playoff contender before the season started, and I think this just justifies it. As for the SEC being in trouble, though, I mean, listen, this is just week one. You yeah. can't really make a lot of um, end of the year uh, predictions or end of the end of the decade predictions based on a week one schedule. Like I thought Florida wasn't going to be that great because. Um, they're unranked, let's face it, and the departure of Anthony Richardson is going to hit them a lot harder than most. South Carolina, I don't really know what to think. No one really seems to. They have Spencer Rattler, um, and that's about it. LSU, though, should have played tougher, more physical. But, again, all of these teams could bounce back at any given moment. It's the SEC. Let's see some of these conferences win a few championship games back-to-back-to-back to back to back before we start talking about the end of supremacy. But I do think the talent gap is closing, and it, it shows yeah. this weekend. Um, but Alabama and Georgia, they're going to continue to do what Alabama and Georgia does while their head coaches are there. And they're going to continue to be a problem for the other players to try to get to the top for years to come. Your thoughts real quick.
0: Yeah, uh, but pretty much kind of echoing your thoughts to end there. They still have Georgia, Bama, Tennessee, uh, Tennessee, maybe not, yeah. on you know, the top two level there as, as the other two teams. But they've also got two ranked teams in Old Miss and Texas A&M. We've spoken about. Texas and maybe not being totally deserving but that's five total SEC teams in our poll alone I think that's pretty close if not the yeah. exact same amount that's in you know the AP poll as well so no I don't think the SEC is in trouble um, I think maybe maybe slightly down compared to where they have been maybe this year uh, like you said talent gap is is closing the portal is making parity reign supreme across college football and we're seeing it this year more than ever. Uh, so, no, I don't think they're really in trouble. I think they're their dominant teams are still going to be pretty dominant.
1: True. I Actually, you know what? Go, I was thinking about this last night. Um, so the TV networks are moving towards Big Ten uh, slates and whatnot. And now more Big 12 now that they just recently poached the Pac-12. Um, you, you saw why yesterday. I think they're just tired of showing Georgia and Alabama beat up on everybody over and over again, and they want a little more competition. So – the networks are definitely going to leave um i definitely think we've lost our television supremacy but as far as like championship dominance the is just gonna they're going to be just fine so yeah. well but we'll yeah. find out cuz the season's back right so
0: true i am uh, surprised you didn't talk about your auburn tigers at all in there though I, you didn't say a word about them you just, I, you're just tempering yourself
3: not I'm be
1: homer here. Holding my expectations for Auburn until I see them play Texas A&M. Uh, California is an interesting opponent. They looked really good mm-hmm. on offense last weekend. Over 50 points for both teams, Auburn and Cal. So I think that game could just come down to who's got whose defense steps up first or uh, who's got the yep. ball in their hands last. Yep. But I'm I'm waiting until Texas A&M to to share my thoughts on Auburn. So far, they look good though. You know, Peyton Thorn yep. looks comfortable in the offense. Uh, red Zone Robbie. Three end zone <laughs> rushing attempts, three touchdowns. So nice. that's going to be exciting to watch. Uh, the Hugh Freeze era looks great so far, though. But I'll wait till yes. Texas A&M to share my full thoughts. So there you go. Um, question number three. Can you tell me about Dogs Unlimited app? Cindy from Delaware. Pretty sure that's Hunter's mom. But um, <laughs> yes, we can actually. And we do have a video to go with that. So I'm super glad that someone asked about that. Uh, let's roll the clip real quick, Colin, if we got it pulled up. That's going to launch next June, July, if everything goes correct. But we are super excited for that. It'll be free to download. You can hang out with us, the writers. You can uh, take a look at Dogs Best Bets. You can do fantasy football with us. Um, it's going to be an exciting app. And we're, we're going to have more coverage, not just on college football, but also baseball someday. Uh, me and Colin are working to maybe cover the NFL a lot more extensively next season, starting with the draft this upcoming year. But, uh, yeah, College Dogs Unlimited. I can't speak college football dogs (laughs) unlimited launching next summer y'all keep an eye out for that and uh make sure to give it some love when it hits the app store so
0: yeah Um, absolutely real quick go for it we don't do garbage here go look at the website if you haven't uh, you're crazy if you haven't but if you go look at the website it looks great this app's going to look great if yes you've got a favorite sports app out there we're going to try and replace it for you because this one's coming it's going to be legit (laughs)
1: We're not going to try to replace it. We are going to replace it. There you go. Like it even this, better. This is not negotiable. <laughs> we will replace <laughs> it. So awesome. Yes. Well, while we're while we're talking about week one, um, I, I don't know. Like I'm, I, I'm still thinking about that SEC going zero and three question. Um, I know a lot of people root for it every single year. So I think, I think uh, Florida having Billy Napier is not helping because he wasn't really the right hire to begin with. Um, I think LSU just had a really bad game. They LSU really doesn't have any excuse. They've got way too much talent there to yeah, uh, trap
6: a bed that bad. So that's true. I um, will
1: say though, I had Florida State in my
0: my my top four, my CFP. So I'm glad that I look like a genius, smart guy. <laughs> what to call it? Uh, so yeah, I'll uh, I'll pat myself on the back on that first pick there over LSU.
1: I I also picked FSU, man, so we'll pat each other's back. There you go. Um, There you go. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) There we go. All right. Um, Also, keep this in mind. Georgia had a marquee game last year versus uh, Oregon. Completely obliterated them. Uh, So, you know, it just – let's see how Alabama does versus Texas, and then then we'll open that discussion back up if Texas blows them out of the water, which I hope they do. Um, (laughs) Non-bias, I promise. No Um, no bias there at all. Except for all the bias. Um, another game that I did see though, and I'm surprised no one in our mailbag talked about this was the debut of Deion Sanders as the Colorado Buffalo's head coach. They took on the national runner up TCU, ranked number 17 at the time. I haven't seen him in any major polls since then. Uh, this game was the whole package. I mean, you had offense, you had defensive uh plays, turnovers, um, pretty deep ball passes. Shader Sanders there. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm in love with yeah. this kid, I'm telling you. Over 500 yards of offense through the air for Shador. I said Shader, it's Shador. Shador Sanders, he looked sharp, like he's been yep. doing this for a long time. And a lot of people were wondering, like, how would that HBCU talent translate over to the FES? Well, the answer, just fine. It worked yep. out just fine. Uh, the Buffs <laughs> have no reason to be concerned about that at all. Um, unfortunately... <laughs> Vandy, Chris, that was not the national runner-up. Well, the TV says something different, buddy. So, Yeah, um, true. And, I mean, listen, I know people are like, oh, well, that's just TCU. They didn't play defense at all last year. Well, look, Chandler Morris, he's an experienced quarterback. He's a veteran that came back, and he looked good last year before he got injured, and Max Dugan had to take over. Um, He was keeping pace with Shador. I mean, he had two picks, but one of those interceptions, I think you have to agree that was more Travis Hunter – getting the ball more than it was uh Morris making a bad throw. Um yep.
0: look like a like a soccer goalie stretching out to make the save there. Yes. Just incredible jump on that ball. That's
1: the one right there. I mean yep. I'm telling you this kid is the real deal. If if yep. your team tanks for Caleb Williams and does not make it, it's okay. Just go get Travis Hunter. He's gonna have yep. just the same amount of impact as drafting Williams would, but this game was the complete and total package. If you missed it, my condolences. Um, And it ended with an upset, our favorite kind of wins here in college football. So Dominic, your thoughts. Did you see this game at all? My friend,
0: Uh, unfortunately uh, I didn't see this one live or anything. Just had to watch some highlights. I was at a game, taking it in these guys behind me here. Uh, But uh, (laughs) yeah, I I heard the score and uh, was definitely surprised in a good way. I I don't really have anything to favor TCU. I, I like. I like Coach Prime personally. I, I think I'd like, like to play for somebody like that. I can see why these kids want to play for somebody like that. I you know, I watched all the clips of him talking to his team before the season, and so I don't know how the, they wouldn't have been bought Prime in. a great
1: Prime impression in one of our videos. <laughs>
0: I that tried. We tried.
1: Hey, Dion yeah. liked it. Deion did Sanders like it. Liked it so.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't think I'd see the day where Dion Sanders knew who the hell I was, and, and he still has no idea who I am. But, you know. <laughs> The fact that he he gave me some props for trying to replicate his speech uh, for our own college football dogs uh, launch was was pretty cool. So, yeah, I, I definitely don't have any hate towards towards Dion. I love what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be kind of the, the new evolution of, of college football. He said it himself, and I think you're seeing it happen already, and he's proven it on the field, and it, it was awesome to see. It's definitely the talk of most of college football this week.
1: Yes, and, you know, unfortunately, college football fans – um, with what Coach Prime did on Saturday and with what G.J. Kine did at Texas State, yeah. um, I know that, well, Dion, especially, they, uh, he was heavily criticized for basically flipping the entire roster of college athletes completely on its head. Like, I think they had over 90% new players. Yeah. I could be inflating that just like Joe Biden, but um, it <laughs> – it, it didn't look good, you know. Like, what what parent yeah. wants to hear that their kid was told to get out by the head coach? You know, it it looked yeah. it didn't look good. It didn't look pretty. He said some stuff in a couple of interviews that didn't uh, take well to the the people either. Um, I don't know if you heard his comments about what kind of players they look for, um, about how they want the quarterback to come from a two parent home, and they want the the defensive lineman to be homeless. That wasn't really the best <laughs> thing to say, maybe on national media, but. You know, he caught a lot of flack over the summer, and it was basically like you're either in or out. And I mean, after Saturday, yeah. I'm in, and unfortunately, yeah. a lot of college football coaches, Dabo, take notes. Um, they're going to be in as well. So, welcome to the new normal, everyone. Um, roster turnover is here, um, and it's here to stay as long as the transfer portal is active. So,
0: yeah, and I saw a lot of Facebook comment saying he's he's gone to the NFL as soon as his son goes. I I don't know about that anymore. I don't know about college coaches mm-hmm. going to the NFL anymore because this is. This is the NFL now. This has become free agency. Yeah. They've got to they've got to try and win their players over to not leave uh school because they could go talk to other schools. It's it's the NFL. So the only thing that's yeah. going to be different to me is the money. So if the exactly. money's there, maybe he'll leave the NFL. But if the money's not there or if it's the same, I mean you're doing the same job anymore these days. So
1: now, I, I now whoever did make that comment, they did get one thing right um about that. As soon as Shador Sanders is done playing quarterback for the buffs. He's gonna start looking for the next job, the next step in his coaching career. So Colorado Yeah, fans, that's true. It could be. Yeah. If you're a Buffs fan, enjoy the ride while it's here. Because remember, Mel Tucker won five games, and that was good enough for Michigan State. Imagine how many jobs Deion Sanders just qualified for based on this one game this past week. You know,
0: you know where he's not gonna go?
1: Florida State. <laughs> well, no. Um, I think he was <laughs> not after all those State. comments, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think he won in Florida State, and then Mike Norvell said, "No, just kidding. I can coach after all." And you know, but if he went to Florida, that would be hilarious. That um, would that would be that would be, funny. that would be pretty great. Yeah, that Nick would be. I would, would. I
0: would. I would. I would actually like that a lot.
1: Yeah, Nick Saban. Would. I think
0: we got some time before that happens, but that yeah. would be that. Would, the storylines there would just be fantastic. Yeah.
1: So Buffs fans, enjoy it while it's there. Um, Dion, you've got us paying attention. We're we're believing now. So can't wait to see what they do uh, in the weeks to come. Dominic, what other games did you watch, my friend? I know you're at App State.
0: Yeah. Uh a little bit of uh, a slow start for them. They had a quarterback come in and, and get his finger injured, our starter. Hmm. Uh, but the kid that I called in a collegefootballdogs.com article In my App State preview, I said he would be the starter. It might take a little bit of time to sort it out. But Joey Aguilar, hailing from California, will be the starter uh, going forward as uh, Ryan Berger is injured. Uh, So expect some magic in Chapel Hill, North Carolina this week as App State matches up against UNC. Uh, They they did have some struggles defensively against Gardner-Webb, so they got to spice some things up there. But their offense looked pretty good. Uh, As far as other games, definitely had my eye on... Texas State. I don't know if you want me. Do you want me to ruin my game ball and go into this now, or do you want me to hold off on this one?
1: I will um we'll get to that in just a second. I did like Texas okay. State though. Um DJ yeah. Finley, it turns out, can play quarterback. So Brian Harson, I hope you're tried for war crimes. <laughs> Both Bonex <laughs> and TJ were at Auburn, and they can play. That's,
0: that's crazy to think about now, isn't it? I I, I didn't I, even think about that until you said that, but it, it's insane that both of those kids it, were at one uh, the school, more the and, more
1: i watch former auburn players ball out the more i just want to like not even bang my head into a wall just slowly push it in until i'm staring directly down the drywall <laughs> in the other side i just it's just maddening but good for tj um but we yeah. will go on ahead that's all the major games that um were played a bunch of other you know i'm sure college football happened we all watched it Next week, yeah. where we're going to be watching teams like Alabama and Texas go off. I'm going to be watching Auburn and California in the late hours of the night. Uh, pray for me. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first Pac-12 After Dark experience since uh, Pac-12 After Dark was a thing. So, um, Yeah, not anymore. But let's go ahead and jump into, Dominic, our game balls and our penalty flags right here on the College Football Dogs podcast. Good sir. Nice. So, yum, yum, um,
8: yum, yum, um,
4: Seasoning, food's favorite flavor. Yum, yum, get you some.
6: I'm Joe Burrito, your favorite burrito. Whoa.
4: Joe, hey. we all know you're the best, what? you can always do better. Try the new Danos hot chipotle. Hey,
8: ooh, that's spicy. Yum, yum.
4: Yum, yum, get you some.
1: I did not know what ad was about to play. I was trying to think of, I was trying to like pull it up like, oh, sponsored by, sponsored by, and then boom, that creepy little chicken pops up. like The creepy
0: chickens are great.
1: Yes. I do love me some Danos though. Um, All right. Well, Dominic, I'll start with you, my friend. Who's got your first game ball from week one?
0: Yeah, absolutely. My first game ball goes to DJU. I know we tried to pronounce, you know, you tried to work with me, me on the, the pronunciation word, like. of his last name.
1: DJ, I'm going to let you keep we'll
0: that one. Lele. <laughs> okay. I got close enough. So what I'm going to say, DJU, for shortness uh, reasons here, uh, but yeah, he gets my game. <laughs> <ball>. <laughs> he, he won impressively. He won, he won impressively and Clemson gets embarrassed kind of proving that he wasn't the issue there. Yeah. Okay. So I know that, you know, they talked about this on XM radio a little bit today, you know, he's probably got friends on the team. He doesn't want to see them get embarrassed, but part of him deep down has to love the fact that he's like, Hey, look, look at what I can do, what I could have done. Right. Uh, 239 yards, three total touchdowns, very close to the mark of uh, that Heisman winner, former Heisman winner possible another Heisman winner in USC the week before same opponent. So uh, I think he's looking just fine to start the year and I'm giving him a game ball to start off week one
1: yeah he looked um i remember when he came in relief for trevor lawrence um and he looked good you know everyone had him penciled yeah. in as like the next big thing Dabo had a really good run of quarterbacks uh going straight from deshaun watson to kelly bryant to trevor lawrence dju was next based on those two games he started for lawrence right and yeah you know i i don't know It just something just stopped clicking for him once he became the guy and you know You find out a lot about a player once the lights come on, right? Um, They can look really good in practice. Hugh Freeze actually said this. Um, He doesn't really know what player he has until it's game time because they can practice really well and then absolutely crumble under pressure. And then they can practice really bad, but for some reason when they've got that opponent in their face, they just ball out and they look unbeatable. So, uh, But, yeah, good for DJU. Um, I'm glad that he finally found a system that works for him. Zero turnovers. Zero. I, I felt like he was good for at least one every game. Zero. Did you see the play
0: where he stood back there in the pocket for like what seemed like a minute and just threw a bomb downfield? I think it went for a touchdown in that play. If not touchdown, he was, you know, his receiver got right there near the end zone. But man, he just stood back there and just off his line gave him amazing protection. And he just stood back there, and delivered one hell of a spiral pass to I, I don't remember who it was, but
1: didn't was impressive i did not see that um the only beavers i like to watch are in the chronicles of narnia but i'll i'll be paying more attention to oregon state if it keeps that kind of performance up so good job DJU. uh we're rooting yeah. for you over here at college football dog so yeah um, absolutely my first game ball i've already kind of talked up colorado i just it still just blows my mind you know um yeah. i gotta give it to the buffs my week one game ball day we're telling everyone all season long we're coming this is different now. We're not that one in eleven team from a season ago, and no one in the media really swallowed the pill, if you will. Like no one was really drinking the Kool Aid. Everyone just kind of agreed, yeah, they're improved on the roster, but you know, how how good could they really be? A lot of people had the yeah. had a uh, Dion's program penciled in at maybe three, four, five wins. They looked like a nine-win team. Yeah, they sure. do. And I'll I'll actually be shocked if they win fewer than eight games this year. That's how good they were in Week One. So, and not a lot of teams, as we found out, can back up the trash talk or the the hype. So, um, yeah, particularly one it took team, care of the ball but, too. But yeah, no, I think yeah. they were just no turnovers whatsoever. Um, they,
0: they did well. It looks like uh, oh, uh, Dylan Edwards oh. did have one, but you know what? I'd say his a uh, hundred and. <laughs> 35 yards and three touchdown performance more than makes yeah. up for one fumble lost. So,
1: and yeah. also Travis Hunter, just man, I just I'm I can't talk enough about this kid. I'm just blown away by him. I mean, yeah. he's got my Heisman vote right now. I'd, I'd pick him over Caleb Williams. Um, week six, whoever wins that game, go ahead and lock him in for the Heisman. Um, and I'm hoping it's Hunter. Sorry, um, Hunter Dwarsky, I'm Hunter. hoping it's Travis, but. <laughs> Because I'm tired of quarterbacks winning the award. We need we need the first defensive player since Charles Woodson to win it. And that could be Travis Hunter. So um yeah, he's
0: yeah, I agree with you. He's got one hell of a chance. Man. Absolutely.
1: Uh who's your second game ball going to?
0: Well, you know, Sunbelt guy here. I gotta give it to Texas State. They get their first power five victory ever. Uh, like yes. you said, um, is it Kinney or Keen? How do you pronounce his last he's, name? I
1: think it's GJ Kine.
0: Kind Honestly. Oh, well, I, yeah. so the third pronunciation that I didn't go with. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> he comes in, and just as you it's mentioned, DJ earlier, K. He, Yeah,
1: the DJ away treatment. It's <laughs> DJ. We'll just call him Coach
0: K. G-G-K. That won't be confusing at all, right? Not yeah. at all. Coach no, K. there's like five no, out no. there. but
4: going ahead. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> but uh, so he he comes over from Incarnate Word, brings some players over with him, flips the roster, akin to like you had mentioned earlier. Dion does in Colorado. People are questioning, like, this team's terrible. You know, they're routinely winning two and three games a year, uh, just not having very much luck. And in his first game at the helm, goes in there to Baylor, who they lost to 42-7 to last year. So there's a litmus test right there, you know, from yep. w- one year to the next. Uh, just And if you watch the game, I know a lot of people are just seeing highlights from that what? one because it wasn't, wasn't a mark ranked matchup, right? But was
1: was Blake it, Shapin's injury, would you think, did that have like a, a giant um, contribution to the upset or did they, were they going to win regardless? I, just, I have a hard time believing they wouldn't have probably won
0: regardless, to be honest with you. I mean, it was like punch for punch. They both just it, – it actually reminds me of the game we just talked about with Colorado and TCU. Nobody was head and shoulders above the other. It wasn't like uh, Texas State was having a bunch of lucky plays – uh, they were just performing all over the field. TJ Finley, like you had mentioned, uh, just fantastic, almost 300 yards, four total touchdowns. The guy can is just a gamer. And it, this this yeah. team has turned around. It, it wouldn't it shock me to see Texas State possibly be up there towards the top of the West in their very first year uh, yeah. with this guy being their head coach. Now, it's it's not something I thought was going to take just one year to do, but. It's like you said with Colorado they look impressive I don't know what you what you say isn't an eight or nine win team here so uh, very impressed with Texas State and their first showing uh this season against Baylor there
1: yeah i I just want to say TJ Finley, my guy my my man <laughs> I said a lot of crap about you last year. I would like to be the first to eat the crow and apologize you can play ball who knew so. Not Auburn. Um, <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to get into it. Okay, but yes, Texas State looked good. Uh, if they keep this up, I've, I've got no problem putting them in the top 25 next week. Um, my other game ball was to Travis Hunter, but you know what, man? This is about to turn into the Colorado show, so if you all want to know why, just go watch the highlights. Um, they're a thing of beauty. We're going to go straight into our penalty flags, Dominic, um, sponsored by our friends over at Bones Coffee Company. <sighs>
2: Boy, that's mediocre. Then what the f***
5: are you doing? I was drinking that. No,
2: you were surviving it. Give excitement a try with Bones Coffee. Click on the link below to order some for yourself. Here. Well, what is right? That substance you were sipping before is what we in the industry refer to as... Ass water. Oh, no. Sure, it technically has caffeine, but at Bones Coffee, we believe in the experience of waking up every morning, looking forward to that first tasty cup. That's why we roast carefully selected beans in small batches to perfection, so you can count on quality in every cup. And not only that, Bones has a ton of fabulous flavors from which to choose.
4: Hey! Did someone mention flavors?
2: Highland Greg, pleasure to meet ya. What'll it be, Greg? You know, I've been anchoring for the spiced rum flavor of Highland Grove, please. Greg, I'm surprised by the size of your bagpipe. Ugh, it's not the size of the bagpipe that matters, Larry. <laughs> yeah, it's it's how hard you blow it. Yeah, let's leave the talking to me. Oh gee, eh?
0: I just got back from chasing some hosers out of the grilling rink. I
2: could go for some maple bacon coffee right about noon Coming right up. You, you see Yeah.
4: That's why this place looks like
2: Here you are, my salty siren.
7: <sighs> I need the salted caramel chocolate pick-me-up after dealing with this,
4: loser. <laughs>
2: How in the world are all these people getting in here? We just walked in. Click on the link below to stop drinking water and get yourself Bones Coffee today. Or maybe you don't want to click on the link below because you think, eh, flavored coffee's not for me. That was Sarah G's experience. She says, usually flavored coffees taste chemically to me, but these do not. They have a really pleasant aroma and flavor. They do not leave that weird residue on the bottom of your mug like many flavored coffees do. And Cheryl S. says, I ordered this for my son's GF for a B-day. She loves it. Why, Cheryl? That's awfully nice of you. Unfortunately, they broke up and I can't return it. Brownie face. Well, that's awkward. At least she liked it, though. Stop settling for mediocrity and order Bones Coffee today.
1: My only problem with that ad is they never shout out my favorite one, which is the French toast, but, you know, that's just me. Y'all can decide for yourself which Bones coffee you like the most. They've got over 30 flavors. Just make sure you use the promo code DOGBONES when you check out to get 10% off your order and to feed your favorite uh, hosts. So (laughs) we're going to go straight into penalty flags. Dominic, my friend, what are you pointing at? (laughs) I was trying to point at both
0: of us, but I pointed the wrong way. I went like this on this side of the screen.
1: We're somewhere in here, so... If you're listening to us, we're we're here. Just take our word yeah. Um Yeah, yeah. Um, we're just
0: doing awkward hand motions on screen. That's all you need to know.
1: <laughs> Dominic, my friend, who's your first... Uh, who are you throwing your first flag at?
0: Uh, well, I'm going to throw my first flag at you for the French toast one. No, I'm just How kidding. I, <laughs> holy holy cannoli is my, my favorite. I'll just go ahead and say that. But they both smell amazing. I actually roasted one of the French toast at work, and everybody loved yeah. that one. You, you could fill the whole room. Anyway... Back to penalty flags. Uh, Clemson is my penalty flag. We've kind of gone over that. But, uh, man, you just have to score. You're so close. Yeah. So many times you have to hold on to the ball, get it in the end zone. So it's it really boils down to quite simply just taking care of the ball. Um, otherwise, you got a, a mess like that. But the problem isn't just on the field. There was a little clip I saw on Twitter that had Klubnik totally ignoring Dabo as he comes off the field. Won't yeah. really call it a high five because it was one of those low ones, and it was probably yeah. after a play Colbank didn't like. But uh, Dabbo's reaction tells the story as he just kind of turns and yep. stares at him as he goes to the bench. So there may maybe, be some internal you don't problems. don't want to be
1: that guy because I mean, nope. look, Cade, there's a five star sitting right behind you, and what you did to DJU, he could do to you just as easily if you keep that attitude oh, yeah. up. So, yep. maybe put some points on the board
3: first. Yeah. I don't know, but
1: yeah. They, yeah, (laughs) the the thing that gets me is like Dabo all offseason kept talking about this is the most disciplined team we've had in years, and they committed like what 75 turnover penalties.
0: It felt like 75 turnovers, though, didn't it? It
1: (laughs) I lost, I quit counting after one point. My wife, funny enough, we were watching that game last night, and when Clemson lined up for that field goal, she goes, What if they missed it? (laughs) and they (laughs) immediately just missed it right away. So but yeah, um yeah. horrible performance for the number ninth ranked team in the country. Um yeah. we'll see if Dabo can turn it around. Um he's done it before. Uh yeah, it's true. So far. Not not, not
0: impossible, but uh not a good start. You 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 just can't start like that. I mean, look, it's not an imposing environment, right? I'm right here in Durham, right. I've been to a duke game. It's not Cameron Indoor, guys. This is an outdoor venue. If you saw the beginning of the game, you heard Clemson's fans making more noise on defense than Duke's home crowd. Um, <laughs>
4: so, you
1: know, just didn't last, obviously. Well, oh yeah, I I think by the midway through the third quarter, they were. Uh, the announcers even said you could see drones of orange heading for the gates. Yep. Um, yep. I'm gonna actually lean into that with my penalty flag, Dominic. I'm throwing one at the Duke crowd.
0: There we because, go.
1: Because listen, I know I know this was an exciting game for y'all, your first uh opening season win over a top 10 team. Uh your first win over a top 10 team since 1976, ironically enough Dominic that was also Clemson. Um huh. But everyone started storming the field and there were still seconds on the clock. Not not even yeah. seconds, minutes. There, there was there like, like minutes. 4 minutes. Yeah. Yes. And this is like This is one of those, the band is on the field moments because the game's not even over. I mean, it was basically over. Sure. There's no way you're going to come back uh, when you're down 21 points with like two minutes left. But there's an etiquette to this. There's a way you do this. All right. It's not over till the fat lady sings. And I mean, she was warming up. She was good and ready. But Mm -hmm. the game was not over. You don't do that. You don't take away the attention from the players, their excitement. Their happiness. You don't stress out the security team. Uh, because I I could just see them just stand there like, oh god. Like they yep. you, you wait your turn. All right. You can storm the field. It's a big deal. I get it. I'm all for it. But you gotta wait for it. You gotta wait your turn. Cause you just look, you just look, you know, I don't know, dumb. You look doofy. Yeah. Well, but hey,
0: you gotta you gotta hear this take on the way home today on XM radio. No free ads, so we won't shout out the, the team or the uh, show that we were listening to. But they they made the... Tim Bailey show. They, yeah, they made the comment <laughs> that they could have organized the kids who got on the field first by GPA. That's how early they stormed the field. They were just like, okay, valedictorians down here first. Okay, you know, these people next is like, yeah, you could have. Because it was just droves and droves and droves of kids just waiting along the sidelines. It was... <laughs> Shocking how f- soon they they hit the field. It was very surprising.
1: The only field storm that I saw worse than that is still Vanderbilt's, where they just single file walk down the stairs, all 12 of them. Um <laughs> but you know, that's that's my penalty flag and a great segue into that. Um Clemson Duke game. A lot of emotions all the way around, a lot of penalty flags, literally yeah. and figuratively. Yep. Very <laughs> much so. I'll go ahead and give you my uh, other one if that's okay. We're yeah. kind of going to pivot yeah, away absolutely. from the ACC for a bit. Um, Michigan had, you know, it was just a game versus Eastern Carolina, thirty to three, nothing really to sniff at. JJ McCarthy looked sharp. You know, he finished with a quarter with a QBR of over ninety five. But my man walked out there wearing a free Harbaugh shirt. That one right there. He walked out there with Lord. that. And two things for you, Mr. Perfect Hair. Um, Harbaugh did that to himself. Harbaugh yep. like, basically stared the NCAA in the eye, and the NCAA blinked. He did not have to set up this game. Michigan had to look at Jim and say, hey, man, look. Can we just can we just uh, kind of just you know suspend you now and maybe avoid things like and Harbaugh was like, Yeah, sure, fine, whatever. They Michigan did that to themselves, okay? The only people that need to free Harbaugh is Michigan, and yeah. you're gonna come out here and act like you know the NCAA sent him to Alcatraz. Get out of here, JJ! You know, you're just yeah. what are you doing? You're causing drama, you're being a distraction. Just go out there and play the games, all right? It's Eastern Carolina. You don't need Jim Harbaugh. You don't even need the offensive and defensive coordinators for them. Like, just go out there and play, dude. Like, what are you doing?
0: Also, he's not really being kept from the team. He's literally yeah. only not there Saturday. He's allowed to be there every yeah. other day. He's probably allowed to be there before and after the game. Just can't coach burgers. the game. Well, I mean, he didn't free him.
1: But know. he could but he could be on the field if he wanted to. I mean, what what's the NCAA gonna do if he just walks out on the field and he's like, Yeah, what's up? Like, yeah, there's the only people that have imprisoned Harbaugh is Michigan. So yeah, get out of here, JJ. Yeah. Um calling you out Bad on time. that big dog. That's mine. Dominic, who else you got?
0: Uh, I'm gonna go with a G five team in Miami of Ohio, <laughs> trying to claim quarterback Brett Gabbert, who, who's a pretty good quarterback, really. Uh he was to asked Gabbert? Yeah, yeah, he is, right? He's a younger brother or something. Is he? I think so. That would be
1: crazy. Hold on. I'm going to look this up real quick. Yeah,
0: you look that up while I go through this rant. Go go on ahead. Uh, But he was asked about the Red Hawks being the real Miami, and he said, we'll show them September 1st. Now, I love the fact that he had the confidence and the swagger and the ability to say that in front of a camera and not laugh at himself and everything else, but he didn't score any touchdowns. You lost
5: 38-3. (laughs) to
0: I'm, your defense well, can let up the points. That's fine, as long as you carry your side and say at least we scored. You know, I'm trying to hold up my end of the bargain. You didn't score a single touchdown.
1: <laughs> I've, I've actually got the the news right here as to why that was the fact. Brett Gabbert is in fact related to Jacksonville Jaguar legend Blaine Gabbert.
0: There we go.
1: So there's your explanation. Um,
0: are they brothers or are they just related? Brothers, some other.
1: They, they are brother. brothers. He okay. is the youngest Gabbert. They have a middle child named Tyler Gabbert and just like all middle children no one knows where he played um or that he existed. <laughs> so um, I yeah, I listen. I I can appreciate Moxie. I can appreciate trash talk and swagger stuff. Even if they had lost a close game, all right, it right. still would have been respectable. Yes. Back up what you say, man. Put your yeah. money where your mouth is. Like get out. We all know where the real Miami is now, so congratulations.
0: Yeah. Well, I, like we said earlier, I don't think anybody was really questioning that, but uh yeah, no, I. Didn't, 127 yards, no touchdowns. Not gonna get. Not gonna get the job yeah. done.
1: Now, if they had won that game, listen, legendary, all time legendary quote, top yeah, five, yeah, eight. absolutely. In loo, and, but
0: yeah, yeah, it's great. It's
1: get okay. out of here with all your with all of your. What was it? 127 yards and 57 turnovers. <laughs> yes.
8: yep
0: something like well, that
1: well he's a gabbert so he'll go top five in the nfl and have one good season so it'll be fine um Hey, hey now
0: secret i was trying to will uh his older brother oldest brother i guess to right the panthers how dumb would that have looked do uh, yeah. we yeah ended up with cam newton instead anyway yeah. off topic but uh as panther fans we'll touch on that real quick
1: oh yeah <laughs> we're gonna have a lot to talk about this season about the Panthers. oh yeah um, but for now, though, we are going to go to the real, the state where the real Miami is located, apparently. Uh, to Florida. So real quick, before we get out of here, thank you all so much for tuning in and sticking with us. I know it's late, but we got to update you on the underdogs of the year. Dominic, we chose before this season started that the universe, well, by we, I mean, basically me and Colin willed it to be, but University yeah. of Central Florida is the underdog of the year, and they had over 700 yards on the night as they took down Kent State. So, so far, yeah. we're looking good Um, for our surprise playoff contender. Um
0: Did you see the coolest good. part of that game? The coolest part of the game was towards the end of that blowout, the SpaceX rocket launched, and yes. everybody from the stadium could see it. That was the coolest part of the game.
1: That was by design. Huge recruiting yeah. move. Like, come play yeah, football absolutely. where you can watch rocket ships. Like, who would have I mean, love they, that?
0: Yeah, they, what do they call? They call themselves Space U now too, right? They got yeah. a space jersey and everything. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's where it's, it's a cool Musk university. A, Elon Musk has a stake in it, if I'm not mistaken. Ah, I, uh-huh. I a stake and connection. mistaken.
0: I like that you did there. <laughs> Put oh, some Danos yeah. on that steak.
1: Make it extra <laughs> spicy. Um. UCF plays Boise State, and uh, listen, the Broncos came out swinging versus Washington, but near the second half, they mm. they couldn't keep up. So nope. um, I think UCF will blow them out of the water again. It's a home game for the Golden Knights. John Reese Plumlee, he looks sharp as ever. Looks like a typical Gus Malzahn quarterback, a little bit of rushing, a little bit of throwing, um, but just enough to win. So um, I'm just going to call UCF right now 35-28. to 28. I don't think it'll be a total blowout, but I think it'll be a good game. But I don't think uh, Boise State has the horses, no pun intended. I don't think they have the horses to keep up with uh, the Golden Knights this year. So your thoughts real quick. Did you get a chance to look at it?
0: Uh, I saw a little bit of the UCF game. Yeah, I was impressed with what I saw. Um, I'm going to say a little bit more, though. I I say UCF puts up like 40, 42 points and Hmm. Boise
1: puts up would you say? What was your total for Boise? I said 28. I do think like that last touchdown for sure is, is going to be um be like a garbage time touchdown. It'll probably be 35-21. Uh, UCF's got a comfortable lead on them going into the final minutes of the fourth. So,
0: Gotcha. Yeah, I'll, I'll give them, uh, just to make it different, I'll say 20. I'll go Boise 20. 42 to 20. Another blowout for UCF. And and Boise State, I guess. <laughs>
1: Yeah. um, So that's our underdog of the year. We'll be keeping y'all updated. Whether you're a UCF fan or not, just go with it. All right. We're rooting for them. We want that upset uh, playoff contender. Um, I know it'll make Hunter Mattis hell if they actually make it. So, Um, But that's our underdog of the year. We'll be keeping you updated. So far, Dominic, they just got to keep playing the way they are. Um, Over 700 yards of offense. It's not to like. Uh, They've actually got a shot to surprise a few teams. But we do also here on the College Football Dogs podcast, we have our underdog of the week. So that's not the same as uh, UCF. That's a totally different team. And so far, we are 1-0 in our underdogs of the week because, Dominic, last week we picked Duke over Clemson. And I'm just going to go yes. ahead and tell you all, after much discussion here on the dog cast who we chose for this week, we're going with our very own Tulane Green Wave to beat the Ole Miss Rebels. It'll be a top twenty-five matchup. Ole Miss, their offense comes in at number six right now in the country, but Tulane has shown that they can keep up so far. Um, and I'm just going to go in and say it's a forty-five to forty-two uh, shootout with Tulane coming Ooh. out on top. So, Ooh, I like that. I like that.
0: Yeah, uh, I I I won't lie. I came into the season thinking South Alabama was going to take that first game over Tulane. I yep. thought you know they had an impressive season last year, but it was kind of a one-off because what the season before that, what they had two wins. I think Matt. Uh, So, you know, wasn't blown away that Tulane had staying power, really. And I thought South Alabama was on their way up. So to not only beat South Alabama, but the way they did on the field was really impressive to me. Absolutely agree that they've got a great shot at winning this weekend. It wouldn't shock me in the least. And I will certainly be rooting for it as a G5 uh, guy myself. So, yeah, uh, I think I think it's a very realistic shot. Mm, Wouldn't would not hate to see
3: that happen.
1: Michael Pratt famously outdoed yeah. Caleb Williams last year in the Cotton Bowl. And you know what? No no disrespect to Lane Kiffin's quarterback room, but Pratt's definitely more polished, I think, than Jackson Dart or Spencer Sanders. So um, because of the quarterback alone, give me two lanes. So that's our underdog of the week. We'll be uh, checking in every week with a new one. Y'all let us know in the chat who you think needs to get a little love to pull off the upset, the big upset. We had two this opening weekend, so who knows who's next to go down. But That'll do it for us here on the Cultural Pod Dogs podcast. Dominic, my friend, good stuff as always. Where can people find you and follow you? Well, better. first
0: of all, same to you, Matt. Thanks for being such a great host. Uh, Sunbelt Syndicate across all social platforms on the uh, Twitter or X. Just eliminate whatever the last called. E. Yeah, whatever the kids are calling it. We merely exist there. But uh, yeah. how about you, Matt?
1: You can find me on Twitter at TheBarningMan. And, of course, you can find me right here on CollegeTripleDogs.com. I'm your host, Matt Redding. That's Dominic Corsetto. We'll see you guys next time for week two. Take care.
0: football dogs by the fans for the fans you win